0: So, uh, that was weird. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're back. It's been year and a half. We, we thought Easy. that we, we thought that we'd be coming back. 2020, like we were going to take a few months off, you know, and, you know, get get our shit together. And it turns out that when the world falls into a pandemic and all of us are like, ah, this will be like, you know, this is going to be quick. We're all essential workers in our own things. So let's, let's take, let's take, let's continue the break we'll come back another year later year two of the pandemic still in it still in it and you would think that it would be like the perfect time to do content right but how busy it got during that is a little is a little crazy so yeah
1: yeah uh
0: problematic <laughs> that, that's the secret <laughs> word Ah he said problematic <laughs> uh so the last what, what have we been doing since the since the last um
2: podcast?
0: since july twenty nineteen since, since july twenty nineteen uh well I I got COVID. What about you, Fat? I got COVID too.
1: I I got it first. Remember?
0: I know. I I was just throwing
2: it to you. <laughs> uh. And, and Nick, what about you? Um. Well, I didn't get COVID. Um, so that's that's cool. That's a, um, that's a good. Yeah. Uh, so, since we last saw everyone, um, I have started transitioning. So I use she/her pronouns now, um, and yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me. If you couldn't tell by looking, uh, obviously I don't look like the last time I was here. <laughs> it is a there 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 are some
0: there are some noticeable differences, some noticeable changes. Yeah. There's one less beard on the screen right now. Yeah. Lauren is correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, at least now Fot and I aren't the only ones with titties on the stream. So like, you know, that's where yeah. that that's where that's where we're, we're at now. Yep. And
2: mm-hmm. the diversity. Here we are
0: we, we've 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 changed the number from four to six congratulations we're, we're, we're expanding our horizons just a little bit Yep,
2: yeah, but um, uh that's, that's my biggest thing uh
0: yeah i mean 2020 has been definitely a a year of changes and a year of of, of self-exploration where I have I guess again you would think this is like the perfect the the perfect time to do content and then we just decided to take like the longest break ever and we've had breaks before like between you know season one and season two this is now technically consider season three like we we've taken we've taken considerable breaks in between um. But, you know, despite the fact that we're all kind of like it, it, it could be considered like, you know, square one where it's like, well, still sort of doing the same thing as we were then. It's just now I'm one shot into the vaccine. I, I am also one shot in five. We're all we're Pfizer all gang. halfway there.
2: Pfizer gang here. Yeah. Fi-
0: oh. Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. It, it's it's a little strange how how close we are to what you could consider like a um the end of the tunnel the light at the end of the tunnel right right you, you can right. sense you can sense the normalcy like kind of coming our way like you can sense it and the problem i at least here and i know probably also for you nick the something about the south where like so many people are were ready for normalcy already, and like that's what upsets me. Where I'm like, I ah, I'm sitting there going like, ah, finally I can go see people, and everyone's kind of like, haha, now we can do it, not in secret.
2: Right. Right. Um, no, that that's that's basically the same thing. I, I'm seeing people walking around without masks and stuff already, and we still have a state order. Like we didn't end ours.
0: I mean, Texas uh, blazing blazing the fucking path there, huh?
2: So, no, I mean we're we're not done. These threats. This is going to go on for a while still because it's just going to keep being stupid people making stupid decisions.
0: And it's also going to be people who are like, I'm not. I don't you don't experiment on me.
2: And it's like, okay. Yeah, I will say that it's it's not the people around here that have a legitimate right to be wary of vaccines, like. The the people who were part of the Tuskegee experiments or part of that community certainly have every reason to not trust the government offering a vaccine, and they're all getting it. Like, there's there's no you know question that those of us who actually have to work in the real world for a living all really want that vaccine. It's really uh, out of touch white folks around here that don't seem to think it's valuable, and I don't know what you do about that. Uh, that's that's a very deep cultural issue
0: it, it it seems to be like again when you have like if if you go based purely on stereotype right cuz you have you have the absolute crazy um like wild like anti like um anti-vaxxers on both sides of that spectrum right where it's right. like i don't trust them like don't trust them ever but then also like crystal mommies who are like don't worry if i if I arrange my crystals in the right order, my chakras will be aligned and I'll never get sick. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what is happening?
2: I mean, it'd be great if it worked. It just doesn't. It doesn't.
1: I mean, if it worked, I feel like more people would be doing it, but
2: it just doesn't. <laughs> You're right. There would be a lot, uh, there would be significantly more people rocking crystals as their only a form of healthcare. You know, we, we, we still have Steve Jobs around to tell us about how it works.
0: A thought You apparently need to uh, speak up just a little bit into your mic. Just a little bit more. Or we'll pull the mic closer. Just a little bit more. Pull that mic just in still. closer. Don't you have an arm now? Yeah. Like, isn't your, isn't your setup a little bit more like mine, where you can make some adjustments? Oh, I mean, it's, it's all the way over here. There, there you are.
1: All right, I'll just. I I need my. I don't know where it's at. Oh well, I'll, I'll just hold it right now. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, it's been it's been a, a wild year because with with the pandemic and shutting things down, like the last movie I saw in a movie theater was Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> nice. I saw that shit in theaters because like things were starting to shut down and things were like kind of like what's gonna happen like oh my god it's here now uh Mm. and i was like i'm gonna go to the theater and it's like me and three other people tops in the big theater like oh and now i'm really sad about it
2: yeah uh, the the last one, Lauren will have to tell me if I'm wrong, but the last one we saw was Rise of Skywalker, which uh, wasn't great. <laughs> That's an understatement.
0: If I... think...
1: I'm not a, a movie person, so I think the last movie I saw was Spider Man. Far from home. Oh. Um...
0: Yeah,
1: I, yeah that, I think that was the last one I saw, and, and yeah, I think skywalker was going to be the next one but we just never went because i had friends who were just like no i don't, I don't want to watch it i didn't want to go alone so it, was,
2: it, it wasn't great it, it definitely has
1: that one potential I, but I, I i did wanted to watch uh sonic but then that's when i i don't know i had to like juggle around work for a while
2: the sonic at least ended up being entertaining i, I had fun watching. Yeah, Saw it
1: and it was, it was fun. Yeah, it was a really
2: good uh, uh group watch. Uh not uh, a masterpiece by any stretch. Listen,
0: listen. When you're here, your family. The 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 on the nose, like we're being paid by Olive Garden guys. Can you can you tell? <laughs> Like, literally, the end of the movie is them getting a goddamn gift card to the Olive Garden. I mean, got
2: to pay the bills. I mean, they had to pay for that animation somehow, right? (laughs) Right, redoing the entire movie isn't cheap.
1: I I still think that they did that on purpose.
2: But,
0: again, I'm I'm with you. My conspiracy theory is totally... um, that they released the shit version to be like cuz they were they, I'm sure they were getting studio notes they were like why are we spending so much money no one gives a fuck about sonic mm-hmm. right and they were Which like well, we need all the people who love sonic <laughs> except for the huge fandom that loves sonic and so I'm, <clears> sure, I'm sure I have a feeling they, they 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 mocked up like a shit version just to get a reaction the same way that Ryan Reynolds released the the car scene, the opening scene of Deadpool, to say. to build up that hype. Like you see the reaction, like fuck, this was the movie that they canceled. Why did they cancel it? Fuck. <laughs> and so like you see that, and they're like, why would they ruin that? Guys, we gotta we gotta tell them to fix it. This is shit. No. And like, like, do you see the reaction that people are having? People care about this franchise. People care about this property. You should put more money into it, and let Just us be.
2: A hugely known character in the main public it doesn't mean there are people out there that are passionate and care. Uh, Deadpool and Sonic are both great examples of that. Where mm-hmm. you know, if you mess it up, people are going to tell you very quickly that you messed it up. They have very firm opinions, and they're going to voice.
1: Wasn't half of the like the the whole like fear of Deadpool not being successful was because they wanted to make it an R movie, R rated <laughs> movie, and right, right a lot of movies where, like, no superhero movies need to be PG-13. So they'll sell more there was
2: this unwritten rule that superhero movies couldn't be rated R. That an R-rated superhero movie would not work.
0: After Blade, right? right. Because, like, Blade, like, was a trendsetter across the board. It was wildly successful. Spawned two more movies. Like, it was rated R. Uh, it had a black lead. But once you started getting into, like, the the, the safer formula... Like, you want... They were going for that broad appeal. They were broad, broad... Like, broaden it, broaden it. Because even in X-Men 1... X-Men 1 came out in 2001, I believe. Something around there. Which is a couple years after Blade. And... The the problem with... um, What they were trying to do... They were kind of like, we can't make it look too superhero. And so, like... uh, There's that line where... um, where Cyclops, uh, no, Wolverine goes like, "You guys, this is what you guys wear," and he goes, and Cyclops goes, "What did you expect? Yellow spandex?" And it's like, "Yeah, like I did," because that's Wolverine. That's what Wolverine fucking wears. I
2: like, mean, I, I don't necessarily need him to be in it every second of the film, but I would like to see it.
0: I really would. Like even a modern take on it, not just like everyone's in black leather because it happened in the Matrix and Blade.
2: God, <laughs> that, that's such a. a vestige of that time period <laughs> the like, post like, oh, matrix world <laughs>
0: <and leather. laughs> directly post matrix it's like we gotta have the slowdown scene we gotta have them wearing black leather
2: how else will people know it's an action movie
0: how else will they know that it's badass <laughs> like
2: how do you know <laughs> fucking rockin dude I think Blade, though, kind of worked because people didn't realize it was a comic movie. Like, they, they did steer it away from that. And a lot of people saw it just because it was a cool vampire movie. It, it was more akin to, like, a Twilight than a, a, an MCU movie at the time. And that kind of worked in its favor, I think. Well, and that's, that's where I think that
0: uh, you see, like... Uh, do you know... You could tell it like, the MCU had started with that kind of, like, idea, but they they couldn't... They 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 very smartly and very rightly like pulled back. It's the reason why there's created differences with Ant Man and Edgar Wright. Like the reason why is because like Edgar Wright was going to make a heist movie and like, he, like his idea would be like, hey, you can take these characters, intertwine them, but like each one be their own thing. And right. that that's why now you're going to see like Doctor Strange Two is apparently going to be like a horror movie sort of, and it's kind of like okay, you can kind of go that where you you bent you bend the genre enough but still fit it within the mcu because the first ones had to be like straight very straight stories right like captain america is a very straight story uh iron man one iron man two is very straight thor all that's very like you know straight and narrow not not even um super wild it's just we're establishing things And then now that you have Guardians and you have, like, this cosmic entities and now we've fought space monsters, it's like, all right, cool, we can do whatever the fuck we want now. Like, we have free license to do whatever we want. And so we're going to make WandaVision. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to make a trippy uh, throwback (laughs) show
2: that's going yeah, to connect to the movies. Play with stuff. We're going to play with aspect ratios, we're going to we're going to do whatever the hell we feel like. We're we're going to make an episode or two
0: episodes that's all black and white. Yeah, purely in black and white.
2: it's like yeah. Okay. I, I think if I remember correctly, uh, Edgar Wright was quoted as saying that they wanted to make an an Ant-Man movie, not an Edgar Wright movie, and that's why they they had the split was because they didn't want to make a movie that he wanted to make. They wanted to make what fit into their universe. And now they're starting to realize that you can kind of do both. You, you don't have to keep it boring just to keep it to where people will remember the stuff from the last one. That, that's not necessary. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't even know why that was such a hard thing to present either. Because when I mean, you recast Rody, that didn't bother anybody. Like nobody was like, oh, who's this person? You know, we, we all kind of just were like, oh. Okay, that's that's ready now. Cool. We'll just move on with Don Cheadle. Whatever. Uh that didn't seem to mess anybody up. Boom. You looking for uh, this? <laughs> I I thought he did a great job of it. Uh you know, Captain America it, the first Avenger has uh 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 what's her face? Peter Quill's mom. You know, she's some random girl in the fifties as well as Peter Quill's mom. Like they recast people all the time, even within the own their own universe. Like, just roll with it. It's fine. We we don't have to keep it quite that tight. We can experiment some. And it's clearly working for them. I mean, WandaVision was, even if people don't like what they did with it, it was still incredibly popular and was a huge part of, you know, the, the discourse for quite some time. I mean, especially using the, the rollout model they did of having weekly episodes drop.
1: Oh, I, I love that. Like, just having a, an entire week to talk about what we've seen.
2: Right. Like, I hate it from the aspect of I want what I want faster. Like, I want it now. But I do like that we had I mean we, we talked about it constantly because you were just sitting there thinking about it all week like damn I'm excited for Friday to come so we can watch the next one
0: there's there's the and again it comes it comes with uh, again pandemic pandemic uh, mentality right um we have always been used to binging and a big part of that is that like there was there was really never enough time and there really isn't where if, if i can sit there and knock out four episodes and knock out another four episodes and then i knock on another four there you go that's 12 episodes done that's the season we're good to go and that was the weekend like i have shit to do there's so much content but with the pandemic a lot of things slowed down a lot of people were consuming a ton of media and the big the big problem is uh and i, I don't know I'm, i don't i don't know whether to call it the 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 netflix problem because other other uh streaming services were doing it as well but right so and i also don't know whether to call it the shira problem or the kupo problem even if they're animation like they they dropped a season that you uh in order to avoid spoilers at all you have to watch the entire season very very quickly and there's no time to digest it there's no time to like the individual sp- uh, beats between episodes don't get discussed enough because you're looking at like what the ending of the season was. Like what was right. the build up? What was the ending? Where was it headed? And that kinda that kinda creates a a weird um use it and abuse it kind of mentality when it comes to content and and shows. And when you have it week to week, you get to sit there and it is part of the discourse. It is a Part of the zeitgeist for way longer, and you can sit there about like, oh man, dude. This... And if you're only waiting for one episode, you, people who who are busy, work nights, whatever, can 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 avoid it for a few days, watch one episode, and now they're part of the conversation too. They don't have to wait a whole fucking season worth of content to join in the conversation. Like I think it's more I think it's more inclusive that way, and it's it's a lot more accessible for people who aren't you know. As um, what what what's the word? Media hungry as as people like myself are. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I take forever to watch anything.
0: Meanwhile, yeah, I, I'll
2: watch it like the same day. Like i to go, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch all of it. it. It was actually kind of helpful for us because I mean, El and I both have a hard time with sitting down and doing one thing for an extended period of time. I just for us to stay focused on one thing unless we get super into it which happens but it's much easier to be able to take one episode at a time and still be able to kind of noodle it around and let it kind of breathe for a minute and really take it in you don't always get that when you're streaming because there's just this rush to get to the resolution and i I think conceptually too when you're when you're building a show and you know that it's going to be released episode by episode you kind of have the tendency to make it a little bit more you know fulfilling on its own. It's a little bit more satisfying that way. Because you're not building it just to get to the next episode. You actually are leaving people on that note for a full week before you bring anything else out. I think it worked really well. It
0: does does change your entire uh, writing and design uh, of the story. Because you have to have it be enough of of an answer on its own to let it sit there and rest. Because when you think of um... When I think of think I say Daredevil. Daredevil season one is a thirteen hour movie. And yeah. it all blends together because it was designed to be binged. And so like there isn't necessarily the same thing as like ah beginning, middle, end of an episode, more as like, here's a beginning, here's another beginning, here's a middle, here's another beginning, and it just allows you to just blend it all together. And all these overarching stories throughout the entire season until it gets to the like and 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 then. And then like open like maybe open ended for season two. Like you you create these huge arcs. And that in itself is totally a worthy like concept and endeavor. And I think that's where you can see things like um the snyder cut being an improvement over what like if you have an idea that's going to take you that fucking long maybe you needed you know four hours to tell it like maybe you needed a 13-hour season to tell it like not in movie form maybe because it's not really a movie
2: right
0: it's a it's a it's a it's a series and if you don't include introductions for characters you need to have an entire movie for them typically right but if you have, well, th- if you have 13 hours, that's more
2: than enough mo- like movie time. Right. Justice League was originally conceived as two movies, or at least at one point was right. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And then he definitely had a third movie, obviously in mind that he was building to. I, I think if we, I think if history happens differently, he doesn't depart from the film for perfectly understandable reasons. Uh, I think that we don't see dark side pop up, uh, Spoilers, I guess, for Snyder cut. Uh, I don't think we, I don't think we see Dark Side. I, th- I think we just see Steppenwolf Wolf the whole time, and we build towards a Dark Side Thanos moment. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think if it had gotten slightly more room to breathe, it probably would have functioned better. It, it felt like he was trying to finish up, if not the entire idea, then at least tell you like, hey, there was an idea, like. I had one. They didn't let me do it, guys. But I had an idea. It was gonna be awesome. And the, and the problem is, like,
0: as in, it's it's again just a just a it's a Snyder problem. And I know Thought hasn't seen it, but like, I it. I, we I'm I'm talking purely conceptual. Zack Snyder has good ideas, but people need to have him restrained. Like he's someone when you like, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Things like. 300 things like Watchmen, like when he's adapting properties that are not his he already has an entire framework of the story beginning middle end he just has to put his own like eye and flair into it and he's good at that like even if the even if the results can sometimes be like you know slightly problematic there's rails in which he can tell the story and his his, he's a great visual director like his visuals are are pretty cool Like, they're very stylized. You can tell it's Snyder. You can tell who he is. He has a voice. It's just that when you let him have complete control, it's kind of a shit show.
2: Right. So did we, where did we settle on you having seen the 2004 Dawn of the Dead?
0: I, it's been since then. So like, probably don't, I just don't really remember it. I just remember the opening being really weird because it seemed to imply that the zombie apocalypse was was caused by uh, Muslim terrorists. Like it was a little it was a little weird. It was definitely uh, played off
2: um, the Same way that the original Dawn of the Dead played off the consumerism versus comedy anyway. Um, but I, I think bastards. I think the two thousand four Dawn of the Dead is a perfect example of how a Snyder movie can be done well and the secret is having James Gunn write it. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's Romero's idea, Romero producing it, James Gunn writing it and Snyder shooting it. It's a pretty damn good movie. It's not, you know, redefining cinema, but it's enjoyable to watch. It's got some really great people doing some really solid performances. It's got iconic music. It works really well as a film. Uh, and even Dawn of the Dead, or the, the Dead series hasn't really had a good installment that's been better than that since either uh it's kind of like a flash in the pan i mean snyder and james gunn both working on the same movie is kind of incredible to look back at now knowing what we know knowing where they would go
0: in terms uh, of like monumental like success i guess
2: yeah well and success specifically in superhero type things and you know both having unusual moment where they stopped working on a movie for a while but then kind of came back later after people didn't like the replacement yeah you know just just some interesting stories the the story of how the Snyder cut came about it's one of the most interesting stories I've seen in Hollywood in a while it's just wild that this is even a thing that could happen much less did I think uh, it, I think personally though
0: that um if there wasn't such a toxic absolutely hateful group of people who were being non-stop harassers being non-stop crappy people overall um to anyone who worked at wb to any 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 producer anything online all the amount of vitriol that was fucking thrown about for anyone who had criticisms of of anything zach snyder I would say it was a great decision by WB. It it really was,
2: It really was. And
0: and here and here's the thing, cause let's 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 take a quick let's let's take a gander. Uh, when you think about how much it cost, like even though it was supposed to be originally like thirty million dollars, um, <laughs> right? It was not. It was not because Zack Snyder has no concept of money. He really doesn't.
1: It's not his money, so. No not oh even God. that like even in
0: movies He has no concept of money Like he doesn't understand Money as a concept It seems
2: like it's so dumb That That's actually Part of the plot of the movie is that He doesn't seem to understand Not even just economics but like The basic concept of how currency Functions in our society
0: <laughs> Yeah it's uh, fucking weird So again so, so you, you think about um, and Again this line was in the trailer so not a uh, Not a spoiler Whenever like um, uh, Batman saves the Kent farm, they were like, "Oh, you bought the you bought the property back," and he's like, "I bought the bank," and it's like, it would have been easier if he just bought the property. Like,
2: I don't know. I don't know about that. But it, it, the the thread that I'm pulling that one from is that if you go back to the Nolan Batman movies, you know. It, it, Batman operated kind of like a, a businessman. I mean, it was just shell corporations and making shadow transactions to hide things. Hide like, being Batman? Yeah, he bought, he bought things in bulk so that you wouldn't be able to track it down to him using those pieces. Like, there, there is at least a thread of logic in there that harkens back to another Batman concept. It may not be the best thing, but for somebody who doesn't understand themes well at all, unless they're visual... That's almost a theme.
0: themes are for eighth grade book reports. <laughs>
2: Don't you know? <laughs>
0: Never.
2: Never. I've been told that by certain people. <laughs> uh, well
0: so the original Justice League uh, brought in a box up of six hundred and fifty seven point nine million dollars. So the budget uh, oh, that's a good question because that would budget of 300 million so it, it, if you if you go with the common equation of you know uh, budget times two for uh, promotional shit, uh, 600 million so they made 57 million so sure like they, they pulled the profit it was it wasn't the billion dollar um, like insane it wasn't, the, it wasn't. But I mean that's also the problem, which is another problem of of Hollywood and gaming right now, where I'm gonna put all my eggs in one big basket instead of a lot of smaller baskets, like I need this movie to make a billion dollars like well, why like you shouldn't need that. That's a problem
2: if the movie has to make a billion, it's not a good investment,
0: yeah, well, like that's... you're I, oh, it'll definitely do it. it'll definitely do that like no dude, like you need to make smaller, more intimate. Um, personal films, like give me some mid-tier movies. Like those are where like people really enjoy themselves, and you'll get it you'll get your profit back. Super had a budget of
2: what, like three five million? Like it was the thing. That, that was kind of the point, though. Like it was done that way intentionally, and it worked really well. Yeah, like
0: you you can you can make those kinds of movies, but yeah. So Justice League made, uh, I guess you could say fifty seven million dollars in profit if you put that equation in there, but so, the, the, the idea that it would only, like, how much is a movie right now, like, to cost? The 100, 100 million to 300 million. Yeah, Blockbuster, at least. So, you have this pandemic. You're starting to release stuff purely through HBO Max. Like, you're, you're sitting there and you're going, fuck, we just put in $100 million, $150 million, $200 million into this movie to just release it on streaming. That sucks. Like, fuck, how are we going to, like, what do we do? Ah, what if we just, like, people have been asking for it. Fuck it. Let's put a few million dollars out there for him to just finish that movie. And now we have two movies that only increase the budget by, like, a fraction. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: So that's where I think, like, WB would have been When you add in all the context of the... Uh, the vitriol and the, and the hateful nonsense that came from release the Snyder Cut, Bleh. like it would have been a perfectly acceptable pandemic decision to to throw out there and put together a movie that only cost them a few a few dozen
2: million. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to find any kind of estimation on the revenue from Zack Snyder's cut. It's it's hard to quantify it without box office. Yeah, you have no, you have no subscription
0: numbers, and it's kind of like whenever um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier started, what was the what was the, the press release? Ah, this is the most watched debut on Disney Plus. But like, how do you quantify that? You can't. You're not releasing your fucking numbers. You're not releasing sub numbers. You're not releasing any of that shit. Like, how can you? Like you know, how do you know that's not just smoke and mirrors? Not saying that Captain and Falcon, uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier isn't great. I love it, but I'm just one person. Like I and I don't have I don't have behind the scenes numbers for that shit. Right. Like Aquaman pulled in one point one billion. Wonder Woman eight hundred twenty two million. Like, but Endgame two point seven billion. So it's like throw in seventy million for a Snyder cut. All the footage, for the most part, most of the footage was already shot. Right. Like you basically have all the spare parts. You have all the Lego bricks. Put together a fucking castle. Go for it. Fuck it. Pretty much. Pretty much. But I think it's that's a perfectly acceptable. Pandemic response. For a yeah, I
2: mean, <clears throat> when 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 the release of Snyder Cut thing started happening on Twitter, I, I genuinely could not have imagined that we'd actually get that. Much less it would actually be different. I mean, I'm I'm shocked at how much different of a movie it really is. I mean, what like five minutes of shared footage? Like, it, it's it's not a lot from the theatrical cut. It's amazing how much they left sitting on the cutting room floor at all. It's it's really interesting looking at the movie process to see how they came in and were like, we gotta cut an hour out of here let's write one scene that covers an hour of the original movie and just gets us to this next point instead. Uh, I mean, just fascinating. But the biggest shock to me is that I cannot get over the fact that they actually spent money to Photoshop Henry Cavill's mustache out? I, I I I see it because. Ooh, I just don't. But
0: that one fucking moment though, was unnecessary. Even in the context of the original movie, like if you can you can take the stuff that they did for the original movie, and still be like that wasn't needed. And that was definitely a moment, like the 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 weird like. Ha <laughs> kid, hello, you with your cell phone. How are you doing? And it's like, why did you need that scene?
2: Like, to show that Superman's, like, part of the people, I guess? Like, you you need to have a save the cat moment, obviously. But that's not what that ends up being. I, the, the introduction of characters in the theatrical cut, or lack thereof, is shocking to me. Knowing how much was there. Like... That whole flash introduction was there. It existed. You didn't have to like cut that out. That that is a perfect save the cat moment with one slight again, like the whole brushing the hair side thing. Uh but I mean, I mean yeah, like, no great it's scenes. that
0: moment is only it's, weird after you know what the actor of the flash like did to that fan.
2: It's especially weird then. Like it's, it oh. makes
0: it it makes it like so much
2: more like hmm I mean Emily and I both were like, mm, let's, let's not do that. Uh, no. That, if you ever find yourself able to move super fast, you should not take advantage of the situation to sexually harass people. That, that's my note. Uh, other than that, uh, that scene was really good and did a great job of introducing the Flash character and showcasing the, the power set. It was a great scene. I don't know why the hell they would ever cut that. I mean, it just... Well, because they wanted an hour and a half like cut. Well, okay, but cut an hour and twenty-seven minutes then. Like, find that extra thirty seconds of that scene somewhere else. That's important, though. We, we well,
0: I mean, that, that's the, that, that's that was my problem. I, I've had that problem again. Like, we, I showed you I I showed you even screenshots. Like, since Batman v Superman, that's a fucking problem. Like the fact that like even in Batman v Superman. You, you, have, you have the problem of Wonder Woman just being, you know, this mysterious, aloof, like, oh my god, who's, who, who this girl? Like, oh, she hacked, she hacked the information that I stole? Like, oh my god, she's also really, really smart. And it's like, when the fuck did Wonder Woman Linder hack? Like, what do you, like, what the, what, like, I, I get that, like, she could. It's not that she couldn't. She couldn't, it's not that she can't be very smart, especially for how long she's been alive, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She's been there since the beginning of that technology, really, so, like, why couldn't she be one of the most fucking brilliant tech people in that entire fucking super team? Like, you have, oh, Batman trained for so fucking long. Oh, yeah? Like... Wonder
2: Woman's been training, like, ninja shit for fucking ever. She's way better right. than that. Like, that that alone could put her... Before Thomas Wayne was born, she was kicking ass. Right.
0: Like, you literally have the ability to to explain away, essentially, like, why she would be super mega hacker and, like, super mega smart. And, uh, she's everything. Like, she doesn't have to continue to be fish out of water. She's been... She's, she left that fucking pond how long ago? A, a, a century
2: her, ago? But if we show her being smart and capable, then we won't have time to put her in a gala dress at work in a museum. So. Do you see
0: what I mean by like
2: that, that's a Snyderism to me. That is. That is nobody a hundred. would wear that dress to that job. Just let me assure you, it's not happening.
0: Like if you're restoring if, paintings, you're going to be in like in like a like smock and like painter's clothes, because you're gonna get dirty
2: working on, you know, yeah, on stuff. Well, one of the things about her bit in the movie that I still didn't love was like they're talking about how they need a pilot or something for something. And she's like, I would have been a great pilot for that. Like, I, really, just the one dude? That's the only pilot you've ever known? Like, you never got to know any others this whole time? Like that like was they, World, they
0: War I. World War One. World War Two still happened.
2: Right, and there were some pretty good pilots there that were probably going to be better at flying modern aircraft than a World War One pilot. If I just had to guess randomly, more importantly though, like this is a canon queer character who, at least in in the in the theatrical cut, has had all of her agency removed. She she's not doing anything that entire time between without the rewrite of eighty four between World War One and now. She's just doing nothing, just being quiet and hiding no, out.
0: You know what she's doing. She's sad. She's sad because her her boyfriend died.
2: Because mm-hmm. because because girl, girls be emotional. This beautiful Amazonian who comes from an island of all women, warrior women, warriors. Yeah, warriors.
0: Like these are people who lose people in battle, and like that's just like you sit there and you go like, like they died a death worthy of, of, of their
2: stature. Like she holds on to fucking what's his face more so than, uh, uh, than cap holds on the Bucky. Like it's, it's odd. It's odd. Like at least in that relationship, I can kind of see them still like having an issue is like, that's your friend. That's somebody you've known your whole life that you've lost. Like, yeah, that would still fuck me up a few decades later, but like, he doesn't refuse to make a new friend. He doesn't tell Sam to fuck off because I already had a friend once. He's better I than me. I had a
0: friend once.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the way that... Uh, um,
0: that's no, kind of the way that Bucky different. gets written right now where he was like, I don't want to be friends with Sam. I had a friend.
2: Like, <laughs> I love that for Bucky. I love that Bucky is somehow like 120... And also 30 and also 13. Right? <laughs> I, just, I, I love oh. that dynamic. I really do. I, I, Disney needs to let Sam and Bucky fuck. Just going to put it out there. Hashtag let Sam and Bucky fuck. Let Sam and Bucky fuck. They wouldn't do it in Star Wars. You need to do it in Marvel. Okay, make up call, give me call, whatever you want to call it. You owe us, Disney. Give us what we want. I don't I
0: don't know if that's what uh, I think a very a very specific subsection definitely want to let the the, the, the Sam and Bucky relationship happen.
2: But Look, if they weren't setting up for it and I wouldn't want it, but like There's a lot of tension there. There is some real tension in there. I've I've been with people without that much romantic tension. Like <laughs> uh yeah, it, it's it's there. It's 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 thick. It... <laughs> um,
0: but I think that it's a it's a it's a very smart idea. Them. I'm still I'm still a little, uh, upset that they uh, haven't actually you know released Black Widow yet.
2: Because it's, right. it's done. It's done. Right?
0: It's yeah. been done.
2: They're 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 holding out hope to get it in theaters. Right. They realize like. This movie is not going to work if it goes on streaming. It's, it's, it's already it's already released. It has a release date now, though. I, I'm just saying, like they were holding out hope that they could get it after COVID, and they did that for a f- full fucking year. But here's here's the thing: they're going to re- release it July
0: 9th, and which means that uh, they're going to do. They're gonna do the the premium premiere thing, the same that they did with Mulan and they did with Raya and the Last Dragon, where like you have Disney Plus, but it's gonna cost you another thirty bucks to rent this before to get it early, right? And it's a, it's a little it's a little weird to me that like you have uh, that system, but at the same time, I feel it's 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 bad. For the least... For the, when you have less people that are that are going to be available to watch it. Like me, I'm an individual. So, like, me going to the theaters is, like, a ticket and, like, you know, a drink. No big deal. But if you're going to rent a movie that's for, like, the family, it's you, your significant other, like, maybe two kids, too. Like, right. you, you factor in all of that, plus the concessions, plus... You know, uh, uh, the travel and... Pre- all that stuff. And the fact that you can't pause it whenever you want. You can't be like, ah, oh, bathroom break. Like, the $30 is such a low barrier to entry. Like... It's 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 such a strangely cynical but brilliant move that I'm actually kind of impressed. Right. Like, I'm, I'm legit impressed. Like, But again, the one thing that really that bothers me is the fact that we're gonna get uh the we're getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all these all these things that are post or like phase four.
2: Right. Phase one.
0: Let me focus the camera. There we go. All these things that are phase four, post uh blip. Uh storylines. Uh post end game. And we're yeah, now that, we're gonna
2: get a fucking super prequel years after the fact, like. Yeah, it, it's weird that it took this long for it to come out because now it's very much out of place chronologically. It was already and, gonna be out of place chronologically,
0: but at least with Captain was, Marvel. And now it's really bad. With Captain yeah. Marvel, you can slot it in. Without without much issue, right? Yeah. But with with Black Widow, it's like okay, so we know she's dead
2: we've come to terms with it now right and probably a lot of the people that are gonna be in this movie are also dead
0: right like the the stakes of the movie aren't really there in the same way whereas um captain or falcon and the winter soldier you can totally uh get a sense of like, oh, this is where, where we're dealing with the consequences of a post blip world, or a post return world, I guess you could say, because Endgame was post blip. But like, I don't know, it, it, it seems like we need to, um, I, I guess I, I, it's hard, it's hard to address the pandemic situation at the same time that you uh, are wrestling with an a release schedule, because they're like, "Fuck, we want to make our money back," but I I just don't think that Black Widow is gonna be like the the time the time has passed. You killed off the character. You've killed off uh, the character. We're gonna be like, "Ha, guys! We 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 had our first female led superhero uh, movie with Captain Marvel. We're gonna bring. We're gonna have another one. We're gonna have another one." With Black Widow. It's like, yeah, but you killed her off.
2: Right. Well, I, I think what they're doing is they're setting up to hand it off to Florence Pugh. Oh, or whatever. Whatever you're saying. Pugh. They're, they're hanging off the flow. They, they need a new Black Widow. They can't afford to get rid of the character altogether. They need the, you know, the filler, I guess. So they're going to set up for a new one. We need the B bee, bee team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll still get... Uh, you know, David David's character afterwards too, but I I don't think it's likely. I imagine it's just gonna be Florence that comes out of it. But that that seems like the most obvious story point to me.
0: I didn't I didn't even think about like the actual repercussions of the movie. It just feels like it just feels like so weird to have this like prequel movie where like Ah, now we get to discover Black Widow's, you know past and you know
2: yeah I I think what they were going to try and do too with it was have kind of a breather like a movie that wasn't part of a big overarching plot it's just like this is just kind of on it's own the same way that, that Spider-Man was kind of the last you know little bastion of, of phase three Uh I, I think that's what they were going for but we've kind of had a year off anyway because of the pandemic like we we've had our breather we don't need a breather movie necessarily. Uh, Obviously we're perfectly fine with picking right back up in WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. We we don't need that reset. It just seems like to me like uh, film studios really do not understand what people want in movies. I mean, it seems like they are making successful movies and they recognize that they are making successful movies, but they have no idea why they're successful or how to redo that success. Uh, the only thing they really seem to figure out is giving directors that actually have a story to tell the right to make it. I mean, giving Taika Waititi Thor is best move they could have made. It's not an obvious pairing. You know, ten years ago, nobody would be like, "Yeah, that's an obvious combination of things." Uh, yes, of course. You know, sure, but it works really well, and it actually made the character engaging in a way that most people did not engage with that character before. It just. And, and, it's favorite Marvel movie because it's so different.
0: To me, I think that like had Edgar Wright not been a part of it like before Iron Man came out, if you were to like if he would have entered like now, it would be like hey, like here here are your rails. They're gonna be. there's gonna give be a bit of a wide berth. Like because early on, it's very it was very restrictive. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you start, you start opening up the your capabilities of what you can like do and say, and you put a director like Taika in there. You put a director like Edgar Wright, someone with a fucking voice and vision. Then again, just like you did, you put James Gunn in there. Again, remember, remember. Let's let's go back. Let us let us let us travel back in time to 2014. Guardians of the Galaxy is being made, and they see—they're seeing the dailies, they're seeing—they're seeing the progress of this movie, they're seeing the editing process, and Disney execs are like, "Fuck, is this gonna work? This is so different." And James Gunn's just like, "Look, I'm doing what I can, like," and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." They have a review embargo; they don't allow critics to talk about it until the release date of the movie. They like almost do no promotional work for it. And people were just aching for a fun space adventure, and it it, it does gangbusters for like how little they did for it. Right. And then like Disney acqu- acquires uh, Star Wars and creates uh, the Force Awakens and realizes, holy shit, there is an audience again for fun space adventures there he is it's it was this idea that like this sort of idea is dead or like genres are dead uh, and it's like no you just aren't making good movies of that genre anymore right like you're not doing you not you're not making a you're not, you're not you're not putting forth an effort is the problem
2: yeah <clears throat> well and, and with right too i mean he he signed on if I'm not mistaken before they even signed on John favreau. He was working on Ant-Man back in 2006 is when he started working on it. And that's about the time that they signed Favreau on to start working on Iron Man for 2008 as well. So, I mean, his vision for that movie precedes the even concept of Wait, a Guardians? married universe. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's, it sucks. I, I, I regret the loss of the Edgar Wright Ant-Man because, oh, yeah. God, that would have been a movie. Uh, the man... That
0: would have been cool. I mean, it, it, it is one of those things where you you see where there would have been absolute genius at play, with with purely uh, playing with concepts, playing with the characters, and you can see that again in the way that the 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 Suicide Squad trailer came out, where it's like you can accept you have you have to take the, the, the stakes seriously enough but you where you can still have jokes with it right Yeah we could have had Edgar Wright fight choreography like they at then synced to music like all these things like it's just so good but like you when you restrict that sort of creativity because you have to be you know on rails at the start of the MCU uh, experiment like, phase one and phase four are looking completely different. Phase four is definitely, like, more, like, I get that some people are upset at the like, woe is me, people are dead and I'm sad kind of thing already. Like, how quickly are they like, okay, like, we get it. And I'm like, me personally, as a comic fan, I absolutely love the exploration of, like, the consequences and then dealing with, like, the world as it is and what they what where their spot is, in the world. What
2: they're right. I love it. it, it Spider man <laughs> hit on that hard with um, the cleanup effort from the Battle of New York. That being a, a, a background set piece for the actual plot. I think that's great. That's the kind of interweaving I want to see in narratives. I don't necessarily need them to be, you know, quite so plot derived. Like, you can just have little things like that. Just the setting of one other bigger movie can be the basis for what we have a new story built off of. And I like that. I Daredevil Season 1. The rebuilding of
0: of New York was a, the setting of Daredevil Season 1. And, like, right. you have Fisk, this, this powerful businessman who's, like, t- like, using the situation to his advantage and being, you know, being the evil asshole that he is that's a cool story and setting and you can and you have that entire show center, centered around that like yep. and you you can you can do that without it being a and then what happened yesterday like no no no, no like, that's nothing this story has nothing to do with them it has nothing to do with what like what they're doing and what's happening over there this is this story and I like how they addressed it in Ant-Man and the Walls like why don't we call the Avengers and he's like nah 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 I'm not doing that shit
2: <laughs> I don't exactly take my calls. Eh, I don't like them. They don't like me. Yeah, the only thing that just gets to me, though, is that we could have had Ant-Man basically as Baby Driver. Like that That's what Edgar Wright went and made as a result of not being able to make Ant-Man anymore, was Baby Driver. So that's at least conceptually where he was headed with something. Um, it would have been really cool to see what kind of Marvel movie might've popped out of his head? It just would have been really interesting. Yeah. I, I just
0: think that uh, there, there's a, there's a delicate balance with uh, like with the pandemic happening, how, how you release stuff and how you like frame things like, and how you release it. It's going to be, it's going to be matter more a little bit. Right. Like, Cause everyone's been so used to the binge model and like, because of the pandemic like the the regular release of movies got fucking halted, creation of movies have been slowed down. And so they're like they're they're holding their cards and they're like I don't know when to, I don't know when to put them down. Like I have all these movies made, but I couldn't do them the way I normally do like okay, here's one like right.
2: The the same with shows who, you know, make content year after year, a lot of them were just like okay, let's just hold off and see if we have, you know, an opening if covid goes away. And it didn't a lot of people were just kind of stuck sitting on their hands um i, I don't know it, it's been a weird time for everything
0: yeah you know? and even game development like See? like the whole pandemic has slowed so much down that whenever you hear someone uh whenever i hear someone complain about like delays about anything i'm like do you understand how different it is to work in an office around everybody? Versus everyone at home and you have to coordinate that, like it's a whole different, it's an entirely different vibe, right? And it's, it's the reason why, like, I'm okay with them like extending because like, they could have they could have easily just been like, bam, here's one division, enjoy your eight ep- or your nine episodes,
2: yeah, they could have.
0: But now they have like two months worth of stuff, and like, there you go. Then they have they wait a week, and now it's you
2: know. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so you have another however many episodes that's going to be. Technically, didn't even wait a week. There was the making of that came out in the intervening week. So they have some sort of content dropping, whether it's narrative or behind the scenes, every week for the rest of the year. And that's a pretty solid way to keep your product in people's minds. I mean, again, every Friday for the next, I don't know, we've had three months worth down, so you know, we got... Thirty-five to thirty-seven Fridays left. We're still getting stuff every one. It's going to become habitual.
0: Same with HBO Max, like where they're going to release a movie every week. I think they said, Something like that, yeah. And then you have the absolute dumpster fire that is Paramount Plus, where they just they just announced. I don't know if you saw this. They just announced that one of the things that's going to be like an exclusive drop is the Woody. Allen interview. Yeah. And it's like, you you guys already don't have content, but you're going to be like, guys, who wants to see an interview with Woody Allen? Nobody. Like, what the fuck? That is bizarre. <laughs>
2: like,
0: Paramount Plus has one thing going for it. It was the same thing that, like, WB has going for it. Was as soon as uh, HBO Max, like once they decided, once they realized, once they realized that we can't have a, a WB app and an HBO app, we need to uh, like put it all together. Cause like how stupid are you really to be like ah oh, they're gonna pay they're gonna pay an, an extra ten dollars a month for. For access to the DC universe. Like, no. No, they're not.
2: Because, like, now... We thought they were, but clearly consumers weren't having it. I mean, clearly. But you have you have this group
0: of shows and everything that you'd be like, hey, get HBO Max. You can watch all your DC uh, movies here. Awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All the old cartoons, everything. Like, hell yeah. All my bugs. Bunny, Hell yeah. All right here. Paramount Plus has one thing going for it, and it's, like, all the old Nick shows. So you have a ton of Nickelodeon shows there. But, like, you have nothing new other than, like, ah, the Spongebob movie that came out last year. We're going to bring back Frasier.
2: Because that's what we were all clamoring
0: for. And then, like, guys, exclusive to Paramount Plus, this Woody Allen Woody, Woody Allen interview. Wow. <laughs> We're, you're you're killing it, guys. You're killing it in the game.
2: Like that just seems like a really poor choice.
0: It, it it's definitely not the kind of choice that executives that know how to run in, in a company, you know, should be making. Personally, I don't know. It's it's so weird. It's so weird to me. It's honestly just like cuz isn't parent who's making who's making the top gun movie? Who's making Top Gun Maverick? Good question. Um cuz I feel like if it's going to be them again
2: Shit, I, I can't even Is it parent? Oh 10 cent so it's it's being distributed by Paramount, but it's being produced by Skydance, Bruckheimer Films, New Republic, TC, and Ten Cent Pictures. Which apparently there's a Ten Cent Pictures. So
0: Ten Cent is just like having their hands in everything, then aren't they? That's incredible.
2: Apparently they've been doing it. Their first thing of any note was the Warcraft movie. They, I mean, I, I mean that's that's obvious. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but they did, they, they at least contributed to Kong Skull Island, uh, Wonder Woman, Venom, Bumblebee, Men in Black International, Terminator, Dark Fate. That's why Dark Monster Fate
0: was a oh, huge pile of shit.
2: Uh, the Venom sequel, Top Gun, and Extinct. What was that? No idea what that is, but that's upcoming. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're. Monster Hunter. <laughs> Yeah, that makes a it's lot of work sense. in China. They're gonna put money into it Yeah Also doing wish dragon this year which I'm not familiar like, with and, but and and look-
0: it's one of those things where like What is what's what is what is paramount doing like whenever it comes to Like distribution like okay, so now now what do you have guys you you you, you have peacock you have Netflix, Hulu, uh, HBO Max, um, Disney Plus, like Paramount Plus, CBS All Access changed something else, didn't it? Uh, yes. It's hard to keep track. Oh, that became Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's like so you have you have these these very like everyone's competing with each other, and it used to be like everyone would just be like, ah, eh, you know, throw it on Netflix, MBD, and now they're like, oh, they're making money. I got, I can make a piece of that pie, and it's like holy Pretty shit, much. like you guys don't know how. Even to-
2: while, I mean, it's wild to me because YouTube is still trying to figure out how to make money really in the content creators, uh, the artists don't really make anything off that. Uh, And and the same with Netflix. They're having a hard time figuring out ways to actually monetize what they're doing. Prices keep rising. It's wild to me that so many companies have thrown money behind this, knowing full well that 90% of these ventures are going to fail. They have to. There there isn't enough of a market space for them to all share. Like, at a certain point,
0: at a certain point, it becomes just another, like... The reason why everyone could go to Netflix is because you created an ease of use for how to acquire and enjoy the content. And what you're doing is you're making it harder and creating barriers of entry. And it's the same barriers of entry that cable was. So all you're doing is saying, Hey, go back to piracy,
2: right? The, the reason why the Netflix model worked for a long time was because it was only Netflix as an alternative. There was one place to go, and it had either what you wanted or it didn't, and there was nowhere else to look. Or, you, uh, again, when, you had a list where they sent you DVDs. I don't remember the DVDs. I had the DVD
0: version. I had Gamefly back in the day. I mean, again, uh, that that was a great idea where you're like, here you go. like we're, We'll send it to you in the mail. Like Send it back. We'll send you your next movie. Like, and it was like no big deal. You have it for as long it as you want. just
2: buy it outright and keep it. We'll send you the case later. I took that option a lot with Gamefly for sure. Yeah, well, I really like
0: this game. I'm going to. Yeah, this is worth keeping.
2: I, I know this one's going to work. I don't have to stress about it getting shipped here or anything. I already own it. I just now own it, own it, and you send me the next thing on my list. It was a really brilliant system. And there isn't really any kind of equivalent to that today. You, you have to go back to effectively a pre-cable model where you're buying each individual channel, and half the time you don't know what's on that channel. Yeah. yeah. Why is Friends on this network as opposed to this one? Like, what? It's hard to keep track of the four companies that exist in America.
0: <laughs> uh, and you know, and again, that's what makes that's what makes having letting Disney have such a fucking monopolistic control over such a large market share a problem. Right, because like all they're doing is squeezing out like other people in terms of like not just content production, but like the ability to distribute and disseminate that content. Like you're not going to see like a Disney movie playing on TBS, kind of thing.
2: But you'll <laughs> see you'll see like Warner Brother movies there. Right. And that's why I watched all the movies back in the day where things that just came on randomly on cable that I would never have seen otherwise. I mean, a lot of really great movies that I loved growing up I just saw because we had an HBO subscription and they happened to come on.
0: Right. and you, know, uh, you, you would plan like, oh, shit, tonight at 7 they're going to play this movie. Like, oh, let's, let's, let's watch that
2: shit. Hell yeah. I benefited those companies to get their movie on there because it was something I had access to and couldn't watch it. And now there's a ton of decent stuff that's just falling by the wayside, because most of us know that it's easier to wait for that streaming service to go bankrupt and then for somebody else to buy the show and put it on there. Like it'll end up on Netflix eventually when when Tubi goes down the drain, so I'll just wait.
0: <laughs> Tubi.
2: <laughs> the came it in between our hiatus. All, all I'm thinking about, like, yeah, Tubi,
0: and then what What was the, the Katzenberg-backed one? Uh, Quibi. Yeah. Quibi came and went.
2: That, that was the most doomed prospect. The fact that they didn't even pertain rights to the things that they were showing, like... You, you you got the rights back to everything you made through them like two years later. That's, that's nothing. Like that's it cool. Falls apart and goes under. But it's
0: yeah. The thing that I didn't get was like ah guys. It shows for the modern age. In this like seeing it this way, you can watch it in portrait. Like who the fuck is watching it in portrait? You, no. you you think because you see TikToks in portrait mode that people want to see it in portrait mode?
2: I, I don't want to see a full theatrical TikTok. Like, crazy enough, I don't want to do that. I don't mind watching something in portrait mode on my phone for, like, five minutes. But, like, any more than that, I'm tired of holding the damn thing. But I mean, that was the whole thing. Is like
0: the, the idea of Quibi was supposed to be like, oh, it's gonna, that's the the length of time everyone has short attention spans. Episodes are gonna be like five minutes long, and it's like all you're doing is insulting your fucking potential base there as well.
2: Well, and the attention span thing just drives me nuts. Again, as somebody who has ADHD and does have attention issues. The, the, the issue is not that I don't have an attention span. It's that if it's not engaging, I will wander. If you give me reasons to be taken out of what I'm watching, I will be. I will take any opportunity to zone out on something else. But if you make a really compelling show or movie, I don't lose track. I really don't. It, it's not an attention span issue. Worst thing, or worst case scenario, just put obvious ad breaks in your product, like like act breaks, at least kind of like how Snyder did all of those in pieces. So you know you can stop it and run the bathroom real quick. That's all most people need is the knowledge of when they can stop and do something. I I, I almost am surprised we haven't seen intermissions come back. Well, like because I mean intermissions
0: were a were, were a product of
2: four hour four four hour
0: productions that had like you know people talking it before the movie. And then, like, they like part a, a part of the movie itself, and then they have to change reels. So, right. like, actual work. Like, everyone, go take a break. We're gonna reset up the next part. Go, go, go! Get your. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Take a piss and buy some popcorn. Cause we're about to watch the rest. And and, and you don't you don't really see the need. For that, except for in a four, four hour, hour movie. movie. Like, you're not gonna, if you were to go, be in the theaters and no one told you that the fucking Irishman was gonna be three and a half
2: hours long, partway through that, you'd be like, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, right. shit. I, I have to know how long something is. I, I, I have a compulsion to know how long it is so that I can time things out like that. Like, I can kind of instinctively feel when we're going to hit an act break, so I can pause it there and go, you know, use the bathroom or refill a drink or walk dogs. Because goddamn, I walk so many dogs. Uh, it's because you have so many dogs. They don't leave. They come and they stay, and I can't get them to leave. Uh, I can't get anyone to leave. Everyone who comes to my house just stays here for yeah, I... it. Yeah. True. True. An... Yeah, I don't like Tencent. Hashtag Egg. hot take.
0: I know. Hashtag hot take. That 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 company throws a lot of money for a lot of influence. Thanks,
2: Epic. Thanks. Thanks for buying another game that I really love and probably ruining it, Epic.
0: We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just it's just been a very interesting an interesting year, interesting uh, time since we've been away. Know it is. Know it is. And I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that as we're we're reaching this um, potential potential uh, light at the end of the tunnel, where more and more people are getting their their shots, and like as things kind of like smooth uh, smooth over that we can enter a state of normalcy and like a bit of less cultural anxiety. Cause I think one of the things that definitely has helped people is, is, is gaming and uh, movies and all sorts of things. Cause it's hard to deal with the realities that like, Oh, if this was a zombie apocalypse, so many, this, that's how so many people get turned.
2: Like these people, In a lot of people get bit and not say anything. Do yeah, it
0: kind of it, it kind of definitely changed the sense of um, the amount of selfish people. Like as, as strange as it is, like as as individuals, like people, people tend to be like good. But like when when they become part of a like collective in a certain sense, it somehow makes them more selfish strangely enough where they're kind of like well it doesn't affect me so go fuck yourself and it's like if it was just me and you one-on-one you would give a shit but because it's me and people who also don't want to get sick like you don't care like and even then did my best still got sick
2: because people around you didn't do their best
0: well i mean you couldn't because like it became a it became a thing like, someone in my house works with children, and they were, like, we're reopening schools and shit. And it's, like, cool. Like, and that's in itself its own uh, economic issue in terms of, like, who could and could not really afford not having uh, public schooling to take care of people at work all day. Like, if you could afford it, it wasn't a big deal. Like... If you couldn't, it was a huge deal. Like it always, it always makes me like kind of. Like we all know that like the stimulus checks weren't enough, but like even then, fourteen hundred dollars isn't nothing. Like the like the six hundred dollars wasn't nothing. It was still it was still almost nothing.
2: But those amounts are so small that they make small difference, but not enough to really fix anything. It takes one thing off of your plate, but it doesn't fix your life.
0: right. And that's kind of where it's, it's like, man, you see and, and again, it's where in the good times, you don't notice it. And in the bad times you really do. like they even, even though like entertainment is a, is a good like again, the whole opiate of the masses thing, like they did throw 70 million dollars at, at Snyder to put together a second version of a movie. And it's like, meanwhile, people are like, food? Right. <laughs> like it's, and it's really weird because, again, the, the, these, it's the same people who are always like, oh, these people are overpaid athletes. It's kind of like they provide the entertainment for you nonstop. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's, that's, that's important to people. And that's not necessarily the government's fault. It's not like the government pays them they're not they're not paid by federal contracts they're paid by the entertainment industry right and so like you got to know where those dollars are really going and coming from it's not like why are they being paid so much when people are this and that it's like well you know that's a good question you should probably look at where your tax dollars are going
2: maybe you should have been doing that for all
0: and it turns out some of it does go to hollywood so like there you go you know like it, it's it's a it's a weird vicious cycle in terms of like, the entertainment industry.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: uh, strangely enough, th- have you heard of the game Six Days uh, of Fallujah? I have, I have. It's basically war crime. The game. Like, congratulations! Oh.
2: Participate in the war crime. Well, it, it's kind of that. Uh, <laughs> it, it's fun. I can't remember the other game, but there's another game that does. Basically, the same story of of what Six Days in Fluid is just covering, but like, but like directly as, what was it?
0: What do you mean like you mean like directly following like the invasion of Iraq, or do you mean like more allegorical? The way uh, Spec Ops: The Line was
2: it, that I think that's what it was. Actually, was Spec Ops: The Line was that the one where they end up using white phosphorus in the game to like accidentally yes. kill civilians? Yeah. So that's the one that I thought did a really good job of actually embodying like. The, the challenge of, of showing a war crime in a video game and actually trying to educate you about it and not just have you commit it repeatedly. Like, this isn't no Russian rehash. Like, this is hey, you actually this is, more psychotic as the game goes on. And that's this is visualized fucked. and it's done auditorily. Like, the character falls apart after he's committed war crimes. Almost like that's a thing that might actually really happen. Uh, whereas this other one, The Six Days in Fallujah... They don't. They're not going to mention the white phosphorus because it's not a politics thing. Apparently, uh, they just want to make a really fun video game.
0: Aren't aren't our Iraq veterans just badass? You can be one. It's like this is very
2: strange. It, it reminds me of the. Um... It's it's Pokemon without socialized medicine. They're just dying constantly, and you're like, well, I'll just go get more animals to fight i j I'll have I'll have my dog fighting ranges. So I need some more dogs, please. I'll just go catch some more dogs since I killed the last few. I mean it, it's really odd. It's an odd choice. Uh, uh I don't
0: know. it's it, it's it's funny I wouldn't to do say that I wouldn't have made that game personally. Yeah, that's not what I would have spent my time doing. Like it, it just seems it just seems like you had an idea and that one should have stayed on the drawing board like just keep it there it's fine if not all of them can be winners
2: didn't they try and do that a long time ago like this one's been in like development hell for a while right
0: well i mean i don't know you had things like america's army and stuff like that that was like direct
2: propaganda and training tools and stuff but hey but to be fair Like, American Army did have at least a couple of things that were going for it. Like, having rules of engagement in a video game was interesting. It was an interesting concept. Uh, I don't know. There's some things it did that other games don't do. Like, if you reloaded halfway through a clip, the clip didn't magically refill itself. You just had a half-empty clip at the back of your uh, ammo supply. And things like that I thought were kind of cool, actually. But yeah, it's just straight up propaganda. Fuck that. 100% propaganda. <laughs> like, unfortunately, they don't show the war crimes. They don't show you, like, hurt from injuries. Like, if there was, like, a whole, like, 10-minute, like, scene or something where you had to, like, amputate your own leg because you got shot and there was no medic nearby, maybe you know, would, maybe there's some more education there. But it definitely glamorized the army, which is not glamorous. Not. Uh, if, you're, if you're randomly an 18-year-old thinking about joining the military and you're watching this channel, don't. Just don't.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's, it's always interesting cause, like, to hear from people who did serve. And a lot of them were kind of like, yeah, yeah, eh, yeah, eh. Yeah, yeah. Like there are very few people who are kind of like, dude, best time I, of my life boot camp was the shit. Like, ah. Oh.
2: Yeah, I mean, some people really liked high school too. So,
0: I mean, I did, uh. but I, I had a, I had a whole different, you know, I had a, I had a whole different particular experience. And welcome, you did. Welcome back, fun. I, I, I had a whole different experience because, like, small town. Like our group of people were like again, my 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 circle were the people who like, basically ran the school. Like, we could do whatever we wanted. <laughs> and it's only because we were all... Like, we all got good grades. Like, we... And we didn't... We didn't... We didn't fuck shit up. Like, as a... As a class unit, we were... We were good at... We were, we did well in sports. Like, we... We we were model citizens for the most part. Like, it, it was just kind of like... The the people who were fuck-ups... Like <laughs> you know yeah, the most part? Yeah, because, I mean, like, a lot of us were, like, fuck-ups and stuff sometimes. But, like, overall... Only the people who were like super fuck up fuck ups, like who were like heavily into drugs and stuff, and like skipped class because they were like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna get high. It's like those are the ones that like hated school. The rest of us were just kind of like, I mean, I get high, I get high at a party, but like, I'm not gonna sit there and get high like during lunch and come back to <laughs> and come back to to class and not remember anything.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. Like much.
0: we had somebody who, again, got drunk during lunch, and then couldn't hold their liquor, and when they went to the bathroom and threw up, and it was like the smell of alcohol was strong, and uh, yeah, so they they were they were in the the the, the, the AEP uh, area of the school for the next like you know three months.
2: Interesting.
0: Like, there's your semester. Congrats. You're one of the smartest people in the class. But, uh, <laughs> like you guys. Kept... but yeah, so I mean, like, I, eh, you know, high school wasn't, wasn't, wasn't terrible. But I can see where people were like, man, the glory days, you know, I'm, I'm Al Bundy. I scored, <laughs> I scored three touchdowns at the final where, game. Where they peaked
2: at high school. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'd never, I've never seen somebody who didn't say like, "Oh man, high school is just like the best time that really didn't peak in high school." Like, those are the only people that really seem to like enjoy that experience in my circle much. Uh, I had a very non-traditional high school experience, so don't take me at. You're,
0: you're, there. you, you're, you're the uh, outlier, completely. A
2: little bit. A little bit. I did uh... not put it that way.
1: I, uh, I don't know. For me, high school is such a blur now because uh, I was mostly dealing with a uh, family that was probably going through, I, I guess, like on the verge of divorce.
0: And yeah, and that's like a very specific thing where it that, like it, it changes what you're doing. Like, it changes the routine.
1: Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I don't know. Like school kind of just became the least of my problems, and I didn't want to. Like, I never told anybody about it. Mm. So I just, like, I would show up to school, like, half asleep, not doing any work, not not having any homework. And all my teachers just thought, like, I was lazy, which is, like, half true. The other half is just... Like, <laughs> I just had parents
0: who were constantly fighting. You shouldn't peak in high school. I, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with, like, having a high in high school, but I think that whenever you like leave you should know that like that safety net is now gone that you didn't know existed right like being being on your own or like maybe you're lucky enough to where that that safety net continues to extend you know but like for a lot of people it's like all right well i'm done like so good luck my contractual obligations are finished. And then you're just kind of like, so when's the next Marvel movie? <laughs> when is the
1: next Marvel movie?
0: Black Widow, July. July. July.
1: That might be the time I actually go to a movie theater.
2: Here. Nah. I, oh, I have a really nice home theater set up. I don't have any desire to go out to a theater anytime soon.
0: Well, here, here's, here's something crazy that like... Uh, so here, here's here's the thing that you, you didn't know about, Nick. So I'm going to see your reaction to this. Like, so like near the start of the pandemic, give or takes, right? Like, Font and I went to Vegas. Yeah. And, again, everything's, like, everything was fine. It wasn't until we were at home for months that, like, someone else in the house brought it, and it's like, How do you, how do you, how do you, how did that happen? Like, how did this, how did this happen? We get sick, like, months later because, like, someone brings it into the house because they're not careful. Like, it's crazy. Because it was was a thing where, like, ah, things are just starting to shut down. Like, not really, though, but, like, but kind of, like, and then it wasn't until know, after like, that that it was like, oh, "Fuck, everything's going to just completely be done."
1: It was. It was a little scary in Vegas just because the amount of people that were
2: out. Oh my god! I mean, I, 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 I was there in Louisiana in late February, which is right as stuff started to kind of pop up a little bit. That's when America started to notice it was happening, and it started off. I mean, people started getting it in Louisiana. That was one of the first hot spots. So I came home from that leak long trip, and I'm like, "Oh God, like, I, I'm shocked actually that I haven't caught it." As much as I'm able to stay home, I also have to be out and about amongst the public in the logistics industry, and that—that's a lot of uh, vectors to potentially expose yourself. Right. I'm not going to mention my company by name, but it's a big one. So it's—it's
0: kind of it, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where. Like the amount of people that I came like came in contact with, like I was always like extremely careful, and that's why it's upsetting. Like how I'm pretty sure I got it is like why the fuck weren't you as careful? I don't understand. Like you understand what it what it was, like what it is, and it's yeah. like it's like whatever, like cool, like that's fine. <laughs> It is what it is, like it's it's like we're 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 at entering uh we're entering the vaccination times where hopefully things can you know like, like luckily for me, things were very mild covid wise like I Good. had a cold for for about a week,
2: and then it was like, and I'm okay. yeah, I had about that kind of response just from the first dose of the vaccine, so. I'm very glad I did not get it because I don't think I would have handled it well. Uh, for me, I don't know. I feel uh,
1: bad.
0: You had, a, I, you had a really bad week.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I took, my parents got sick first and so I, uh, I took care of them and I must have, well, obviously I got it from them at some point and I, I couldn't even function for like, three to four days i just sat in my bed or i would sit on my computer but there were just days where i was just like oh i can't i can't do anything i'm just gonna lie down i think uh i think i got the worst of it was like on a saturday i i I felt like i wanted to like puke my brains out and it never happened and then on sunday i was good that was fun, <laughs> yeah. Like for me, and then and then, like, and then and then and then the last week I had before I had to go back to work was just like every day I got a little better and better.
0: Yeah, I was lucky that it. Like for me, it was just like, well, sick, little 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 bit of a little bit of sniffles, a little bit of this and that, but you know, nothing, uh, nothing too bad. That's good. Oh, Nick, I think you're having. Uh some storm net connection issues but uh yeah i mean like i said it's been it's been an interesting year like again two-thirds of us uh have had covid uh we're 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 seeing the end of the tunnel and like things are things are changing but hopefully we mean oh every hopefully things just get better and better from here yeah let's hope i mean i'm i'm optimistic on a on a small scale like, at least for the people that I know and the people that I'm gonna be interacting with, or the people that I would go out of my way to see like in person, they're all they all take their precautions, they're getting their vaccinations like i'm 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 hopeful for me going back to the maximum that I used to do outside of conventions what like small gatherings with people who are all uh smart enough to know like. Not to be like, we can see each other now. Open your mouth. I'm a spitting it. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, I, I need to show you something.
0: You All your friends. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh,
2: you know. We lead very different lives. Clearly. Clearly. Okay, fair. Kind of walked into that one, I guess. Uh,
0: but yeah, other than that, I think that. We we can get back on this to try to see if we can get a, a weekly or bi-weekly schedule to to be coming back and talking about more stuff that isn't just, uh, like, pandemic-related. Pandemic. How sick how's everyone's been and shit. Um, but we're back, baby. And we'll see if we can get, you know, uh, some guests to talk about stuff. I have some people that I would like to... Uh, invite on to talk about very specific niche things that they they talk about. Hell yeah! Um, like there's there's someone I want to uh, talk to and see if they'd be willing to to do something like this because I don't understand anything that's going on with Supergirl, but apparently there's like huge issues in that entire fandom that like I would love to hear about right. and I would love to ask questions about.
1: Like, Supergirl in the
0: comics? No, the show. Oh. I didn't even know there was a show. Exactly! Exactly! But apparently there's a huge thing. (laughs) The CW universe of stuff is just, you know, absolutely bonkers. And I don't follow
2: any of it. But they're supposed to be getting... uh, uh, What's his face back? Is Batman? Like... They're doing some weird shit over there. Yeah, I don't, I'm. I'm so
0: confused, but I I want to hear stuff about it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like even though even though thought uh, had to be absent for quite a bit of this, like what? Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it happens. to it happen, it's fine. Uh, thank you guys uh, for 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 listening and watching. Uh, you can catch this obviously on YouTube if you are watching this on YouTube and want to you know or you're watching on Twitch really you can watch the uh, older episodes and this episode will also be up on YouTube and it'll also be up on like you know Spotify and wherever you get podcasts from and hopefully we have more stuff uh planned in the future uh maybe even some like purely purely audio like very niche stuff uh depending uh any suggestions like you know just just let us know uh, but Thank you so much, uh, Sam, AKA Kitty Man. Uh, I'm work, and I'm fight. There he is. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>